welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. We're back. We're Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Hello, everybody. We are happy to be here, despite the record of the jazz the last few games. Right. Um, we're still happy to be here. Absolutely. And where are we? Where are we, Tyson? Uh, we're in eighth position overall, so we're still a playoff contender. Yeah. I'm really oh. meant physically. Where are we right now? <laughs> oh, man. Pun intended. Or was it not intended? Nah, My bad. No, it wasn't. So right now, of course, as you know, we are recording at our studio sponsor, which is the one and only Fizz. I think they have like 8 million flavors of drinks here. No exaggeration. None. <laughs> it's the best. This is the funnest spot to hang out. And if you haven't come it. down here to watch a game, you should definitely do it. They always have the jazz games on here in the hangout area. Order some like, like the chips and cheese. pretzels. They pretzels. Oh yeah, and a drink. Chonuts. Just go for it. I mean, the the fa- it's a fun spot for the family yeah. to come hang out and watch a game. And the owners, Andrew and Tanner, are, are freaking awesome. So shout yeah. out to them. If Andrew's saying it's true, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fact fact check that and then call us back on our uh, online number one eight hundred. We don't have a number. <laughs> um, like you said, the Jazz are in eighth now. Correct. After just a like a four game loss, we are two yeah. and seven in our last nine games and skidding hard, right right now. So um, we're going to talk about those factors and what we think is actually making that happen. Right, like that's what we're here to discuss. That's today. today. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is we're talking about that. Uh, before we get into that, thank you again for listening, watching wherever you're at. We are on YouTube now. You can find us by searching Utah Jazz Beats on YouTube. Um, make sure you stay in touch with us. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys. So, um, should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. In, in, in our minds, we've found three main factors of the, the, the skid. Right. And that's tough because the Suns game was close to, yeah. you know, one point, one point game. We played, we played well. I mean, it was back and forth the fourth quarter. They were just always one possession ahead of us. So, I mean, some of the games it's hard to really be hard on our on our guys with. But okay, so option number one or reason number one is the schedule. Okay, has it been? Is is that a valid excuse? I mean, professional athletes, everyone's traveling. We maybe have one of the worst schedules, but all teams are playing. We've we're, we've only we've played twenty two games. We were looking, and most teams have played 20, 21 games, so we're not that far ahead of most games or most teams as far as games played. Um, the travel has been brutal, but is that a good enough excuse to say why we're struggling? I'm glad you asked that. Are, are we going to go through option by option, or are we just going to dive into each one as they come? Um, like we normally do, we're just going to say... This is it. The, oh, I have no idea. Okay. The, I have no plan. <laughs> I'm going to give you some facts here. Utah Jazz have indeed played more games than any other team in the West. Ooh, okay. okay, that is a fact. We've played 22 games. The closest is the uh, LA Clippers at 21, and the Warriors have also played 21. So based again, on not a huge jump though. One game okay. for a couple guys. Okay, go ahead. But take into consideration the only other team in the NBA who has played the same amount of games as we have is in the East. Dead last place, Pistons. Okay. Who who beat the Jazz on this <laughs> on this on this little stretch? Oh boy! Well, that's just because we love Bogey so much. Okay, we just let that happen. It was a it was a home court thing for Bogey, right? Being in Utah, right? His hand was dealt very well that game. <laughs> okay, so I mean, out of the two teams that have played twenty two games, we're in first place. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so run the stats back on that. That's okay. correct. Um, another thing I want to mention. So we're we're twenty six percent of the way through the season. Twenty six point eight. So we're close to a third of the way through. Got six, okay. Sixty games left. Okay, we're going to play 13 back-to-back games this entire season. Okay, don't let me forget about we're 26% in. Okay. Okay, go on. I don't want to interrupt. Okay. This is good. No, you're good. I love that. Okay, so out of 13 back-to-back games, okay, we're just over a quarter percent. We're between a quarter and a th- and 30% of the okay. way through the season. Okay. We've already played six out of our 13 back-to-back. So, so that just means, under half. Yeah, just under half. So we have nearly... I don't know, 70% of the season to do the other half of our back-to-back games. So there is definitely a high amount of travel and back-to-back games. Eight of those have been on the road and five, uh, or sorry, eight of those have been at home and five have been on the road. Okay, so we've been saying for a couple weeks now, I want to get 20, 25 games in before we even commit to saying how good our team is. Right. 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 Okay, we are at 22 games, so we're right in the middle of that. And now... Are we saying we need 10, 20 more games because to, for the schedule to balance out? No, I get Is it. that what I we need it. now? It's so tempting to do that. I know. Right? So, or, or, or are you happy with the status quo? Are you saying, okay, now we're 22 games in. We wanted to be at 25. We're at eighth place. We're the play-in playoff team. That's realistically where the data is true. Or, or are you saying it's still not right? We still have more to prove. <sighs> I'm on the hot spot right now. Um, I think this is, I think this is more us. Okay. Overall, like the last nine games is not us. The first eight games is not us. But the the first twenty two games of the season is us. We're about five hundred. We're in eighth place. Probably pushing play in game. Um, if I were to make a statement right now, I think that's where we, about where we end up. Okay. Like the, the we're gonna have our skids. We're gonna have our 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 high moments. But overall, this first quarter of the season, I feel like is a good sample size for who we are as a whole. And what's tough with that is we have 12 wins and we're in eighth position and the Suns have 13 wins and are in first position. And we've lost our last three or four games in a row. So, I mean, is it fair to say, geez, you win two of those games and we're in third or fourth place? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what's crazy. I love that the West is getting back to this. Seems like um, I don't know five six years ago the West was a dogfight from like third through tenth right. was just and the everyone first two pushing it in way ahead yeah and I think the West is going to be similar to that again I'm just going to look up real quick um, the standings and see the difference between first place and oh you have it. look at you Tyson is like the prep agenda I'm, I'm typical, organized I'm like a professional printer man I you, print all day <laughs> baby let's go. Um, so between first and ninth is only three games difference, right? Which makes for a fun season. It makes all the all the fans be able to get involved and have a little bit of false hope on how well their teams. <laughs> <do. laughs> well, that was the whole point of the play-in game was to kind of reduce tanking a little bit and saying, "Oh, I'm in ninth and tenth, ninth or tenth place. I'm probably not going to make the playoffs. Let's just let's just lose and get a better pick. But now, right. it's like you got a chance to be in that playing game and get to the playoffs and, and maybe make some noise and get an upset or something. Um, the playing game is fantastic. If the Jazz end up in the playing game, that's going to be a f- 
very fun game or two to watch because everything's on the line. Everything's. I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you did. I'd be interested to hear what fan jazz fans' opinions are on that. Would they want to see the Jazz enter the playoffs through a play-in game? Would that be? Would they be discouraged that that we're in that position, or would they find that entertaining? I think most will say entertaining. Now, okay. if we lose, I could see some people saying, "Ah, screw the play-in game." <clears throat> That's what the Lakers did in the was it um, the year after Two. the bubble. I think it was the second year of the play-in game. Okay, yeah. Lakers were in it and they got beat out. I think by the Warriors and. After that, LeBron was like, ah, the playing game's so stupid. Oh, that's right. Remember? That's right. Yeah. That's right. But if he'd have won, he'd have thought it was the greatest Probably. thing since yeah. macaroni and cheese. The craft kind. Of course. Of course. Blue box. Um, reason number two. Are you, are you ready? Uh, or what else you got? No, I think we're on happy the schedule. With this Just really quick, a shout out to the Phoenix Suns because they are going to have 14 back-to-back games this season, and two of them are home games, and the other 12 will be on the road. That's fun. So... Uh, that's incredible for them, and they're in first place. So I think you could expect to see, once they run into 12 more back-to-back road games and they're only three games ahead of ninth place, I mean, don't expect to see them in first place is what I'm saying the okay. entire season because they have some some roster issues that are going to challenge that position coming up. And then you have good uh, good teams that are finally getting their stride, like the Warriors. They, they were absolute horrible the first they've kind of right. flip-flopped the jazz they were terrible going into it. i think at one point they were like four and eight right right and now they're right behind us they're at 11 and 10 ninth place but but one three in a row and they're rolling and you could see them jump up into the top easy. four too. easy you can easy see those two swap spots i do have to say if if it was a year ago and we had rudy gobert and donovan mitchell and bogey and joe and mike and all these players and we were doing the playoff the play-in game I would be discouraged. Yes. I would be upset with where we're at. But with what we have now, I think, like you mentioned, I think it would at that point be an entertaining game because it's that's what the whole season's been, right? And then you take a step back too and it's like, okay, we're in the playoff game. We got a chance to go to the playoffs and we have 3,000 draft picks. <laughs> like that's just that's, that's just win-win for right. everybody. That's awesome. So oh, that's exciting. That. Okay, what's our second reason why you think the Jazz are starting to slip a little bit in position? Reason number 2, and how many games has it been now? But our point guard Mike Conley has been hurt for a handful of games. Um, absolutely the last four that we've lost, he's been out. Right. Um, what, how much do you owe this, this stretch to him not playing? That's a good question. And Mike, Mike is such a, he's not all stats as far as what he contributes to the team. It's a leadership. It's a poise. Uh, it's just, he's just a quality guy you want to have in your corner, whether it's locker room timeout or on the court, he plays a big impact. I, I do think that it's affecting the way that we're playing. Absolutely. I think this is the number one reason. This is your pick? This is my pick. Okay. Number one reason is because Mike's been out. You just see the flow of the game change change completely. Right. I mean, you've got Taylor Horton Tucker coming in playing some PG. Sexton playing some more PG. Uh, Alexander Walker's gotten a lot of time. Right. And as far as Walker and, and Horton Tucker, that's a brand new position for them to be – like the lead guy with the right. starters. I mean, I know they're not starting, but they're getting starter minutes, playing point guard, um, facilitating the game, and that's something that I don't think they've been in before with this kind of team. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, a growing pains there and some adjustment. You remember when Conley came to the Jazz, 
and how much he struggled coming in awful to a new team new role and i think that's what you're seeing now with some of these younger guys um so i i attribute a ton to that we gotta have mike back it just helps the flow go better i think clarkson plays much better with conley there i agree uh, I th- feel like he's struggled at times. He's he's gone on his runs, but he's also been out of character a little bit. Yep, yep. Um, it's a good learning opportunity for, like you say, Horton Tucker and for Sexton because they're having to step up, right? But this isn't the way that our team's going to play all season. So it's just out of funk, out of groove. We could easily go back one or two years and say we advance another round in the playoffs without Mike hurting his hamstring, right? So it's the same effect that we're seeing right now. Different injury, fine, whatever. Different point in the season, but his presence does cost us games. I'm I'm glad that it it is what it is, and it's it's not more serious as as far as his injury goes. But I think as soon as he comes back, it's going to look like we're a mature team again. You know, where the flow will be right on the court. Yeah, because I, I think our average age is like low twenties for sure, twenty two or something, right. twenty three. And just having Mike back, just just like you said, makes us mature, makes us, I feel like, smarter at the end of games. Right. That's where we struggled the most is in late games. We don't rebound well. We don't execute well. Um, and Mike just, just, just bumps both those things up tremendously. I feel like the only time we lose with Mike is when he has a bigger guard that really when, – when Mike isn't as effective on the court, I should say, is when Mike is playing a bigger, more aggressive physical guard – that's when Mike struggles. But Jalen Brunson yeah. was one example. That's the, that's the perfect example. But when you really think about the Suns, the Warriors, I don't know. I think, I, I think we're a great, even a better matchup against them with Mike on, our, on the floor. I think we can win those teams. Agreed. Mike, we need you back. Um, rehab, regroup, get healthy, and it'll be fun. Okay, so your vote was back. Mike. That right. thing, that's my number one reason why the, okay. why the struggle. Okay, for sure. Just lost a little bit of team identity, maybe. Yes. Yeah, interesting. Anything that you've seen that you've been impressed with? I mean, Kelly has been shooting the three incredibly well as he's been forced to do so. And I got to say, he's still just the ugliest <laughs> performer on the court, but the ball does go through the orange circle at the end, which I'm very happy with. Just the way some of his movements, when he when he gets off balance or, or gets to the rim, it's like so unnatural to me right watching right but he scores and he's effective and i i love olenic i think he's a sleeper i think the whole league is sleeping on kelly i think that he's like they're like oh step back here oh he can make a three-pointer it's incredible but that's what this whole team is so far it's like all these pieces we talked about it a few weeks ago um are pieces that teams have thrown away. Right, right. And and, and they're moving on to their next chapter and they're get ridding these of these pieces Olenek, absolutely. Markkanen is another one that's, that's just way, I wouldn't say overachieving, but finally reaching that that right. peak. Um, Sexton, they got Garland in in Cleveland and said, Sexton, you're not the future. Get out of here. And it's all these guys that people have right. slept on, and I love it. I mean, there's even been some rumor trades uh, out there about Rudy Gay. Uh, I think the Atlanta Hawks approached Utah. Uh-huh. They said, the we'll give you John Collins for Markkanen. Straight up. <laughs> and then, not, yeah, that was Danny Ainge's reaction, too. <laughs> uh, that's a joke, right? Yeah. That's all a joke. Okay. So, shame on any team who gives up on players that we take. <laughs> right. This is the NBA training camp, and we make every player better just by wearing a Utah jersey. That's just how it works. Even these jerseys. 
<laughs> are you ready for number three? Yeah, option number three, Go which ahead. I guess neither of us are voting for. Oh, was there three or four? We've, we've got four, but that's really not a reason for... Oh, I guess it kind of is. Right. I skipped over one. Go ahead. So the last two, the last two are, are the Jazz actually intentionally tanking or are the Jazz just actually not a good basketball team? <laughs> They're just actually, they are just throwaway pieces. And this is what you get when you have awful players. Like, is that is that really why we're starting to slip? Or is this just, or is the last five games, like the first eight games of the season, not enough data to make a conclusion? We're, we're better than, than it says on paper, especially okay. at the start of the season. I don't think that's a reason. I don't think we're a bad basketball team. And I you, think uh, we are a maybe slightly above average basketball team, Okay, which is the eighth seed, which is right where we are, is, you know? Right. So I think that's where we are. Um, can you make noise in the playoffs being there? Absolutely. Um, but I don't think this is the year we're gunning for either. So okay. We're, we're okay with being there. Yeah, okay. So, um, And you don't think the Jazz are tanking? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, players and coaches, I don't think tank. Okay. So that's decided. I- even if the Jazz... I don't think the Jazz need to tank for their future to be bright, for their future to be sustainable as a, as a playoff team, as a deep playoff team. I think our roster and our picks that are in place already are... are, are I think we're pretty well set up. That's what I mean. Yeah, and we're set up for like two years from now. Or, or even a year from now, three years from now, five years from now. That's where we're set up. It's not really this year. Right. It's we, we never planned to be good this year. We never planned to have this year be our focus year. And this is where we have to establish everything, our players, our identity, our, our, our coaches' philosophy. Right. This is the year for, for flexibility and customization and figuring things out. And so I, I, I'm not worried at all about this year. Like, this is not the year of focus for the Jazz. And now, if we're ta- having the same conversation in two or three years, and it's like, we're the eighth seed, where are we at? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting discouraged again. But for now, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the ride. I love our guys. I love the players. love the personality on the team, and it's, it's been fun. Well, good. Okay, so I think we need to... Uh get to our next segment pretty quick right we've yeah. got uh we've got jace campbell coming up after our word from our sponsors he's on know it or blow it so hang tight we're gonna see how we'll, well he does and you guys better got to play along as well and see how well you do how you would do in case you get put on the show okay we'll have a word f- from our sponsors from us toward <laughs> our sponsors yes hang tight we'll be back in a sec <laughs> So big thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring this episode. Um, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And if you're a new customer and you throw down $5 on a pregame money line bet and win it, the, the DraftKings is going to hook you up with $150 of free bets for the next one. So that's pretty awesome. Everyone should check it out. You can earn up to 100% boost with the DraftKings Step Up Same Game Parlays. And I'm a parlay kind of guy. You're the parlay yeah, I mean, I like to, to run two two bet lines together to see if I can quadruple my money. Yeah. That's Does, how does about. that go for you? Uh, I'm not uh, up as, as high <laughs> as you are, but 
it's no, fun. The, the fun one is is the on the the regular DraftKings app. What do they call it? It's the flash the fla- draft. The flash draft. I mean, That's it's it. a it's a high paced, quick thinking, decision making thing, and right. it, it's a good time. You draft your guys in it. I I think that that one particularly kind of evens the grounds a little bit because you don't get to do all your research. You don't know what your options are until they come up on the screen. So, way fun option. Listen, you guys need to download the app, sign up with the code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Again, that code is TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Also, big shout-out to Central Utah Giveaways, um, another sponsor of the show. They are giving away a uh, one of those electric scooters. Yes. Um, all you got to do is get on centralutahgiveaways.com. Yes. And enter to win there. Entries are as low as $2, right? So two bucks could win you a $600 scooter. There's 25 days left till that raffle is given away. So put your name in. Put your hat. Throw your name in the hat. I think that's how it works. But <laughs> throw your hat in. Do something to win the scooter. For goodness sake, it's going to be way cool New Year's Eve giveaway, Christmas Eve giveaway, even sooner. So yeah. you got to get in quick. CentralUtahGiveaways.com. Also, shout out to Fizz. Apparently, they hand deliver your drinks, too, while you're here. Yeah, so that's, that's live that's delivery. Exciting. Pretty bloody good. Yeah. All right, let's get to everybody's favorite, favorite segment on live podcasts everywhere in the United States. It's also known as... Know it or blow it. We've got Jace Campbell coming up on the phone to answer three questions. Let's see if he is the greatest jazz fan in the world or the worst of all time. What, what, what? Hey, you want to handle one, two, or three? What do you want to do? What like, are you talking about? Questions, one, two, or three. Which one do you want to hit up? Oh, um, I don't care. Why don't you hit one and three and I'll get, I'll middle it. Good for you, sir. Two. Good for you. Let's, let's hope uh, this guy's any good. Let's see if we can get Jace on the phone. Maybe. He's probably just doing his pregame jitters. Yeah. Some breathing. Last minute Google searches. Breathing, yeah, breathing exercises. <laughs> Hello. Hey, is this Jace? <laughs> yes, this is. Jace, this is Jackson and Tyson with Jazz Beats. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. Hey, you are on Know It or Blow It. You got called out by your buddy James Kowser, um to answer a few questions for us. Okay, well, I, he's been bragging to me all week because he said he went three for three. So, Well, did he tell you he guessed on two of those questions? Well, I figured he guessed. He says he knows it all, but I figured that he was bullcrapping and he guessed on all those. A guess or no guess? You get it right. You get the credit. Like, you're the winner. <laughs> I did go listen to his episode, and he said he played against David Stockton, so he might have actually known that one. But the other two, I feel like he was uh, just... Yeah, it out. he was pulling it clear out of the air. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Let's see what type of uh, magic you can do, man. Are you yeah, ready to we'll, go? We'll any, any last questions, thoughts? Do you know how this works? I guess you've listened to the most recent episodes. Yeah, so. I listened to James so, or Calzers. I, I know him as Calzers. So <laughs> I listened to his, so I'm you know I'm a little familiar with it, but yeah. Okay, so, so we're going to give you three questions, and we try to ramp up the difficulty as they go. If you do okay. not know the question off the top of your head, you do have the ability to pass and come back to that question. So don't okay. just throw out a guess. Um, if you want to think about it another second or two, come back to that question. And then okay. as far as the outcome, you get all three of these right, and you are the greatest jazz fan of all time in the entire yeah. world. And if you if you happen to miss one of them, you are 
you are the biggest bust of all time and the worst fan ever. So high stakes. I can't handle that. I have to be the greatest (laughs) jazz fan or else I don't know if I can live with myself. Good. High stakes here. Tyson, (laughs) why don't you give him question number one? All right, here we go. Here we go, Chase. Uh, Question number one, what Utah jazz player holds the most points scored ever? All time? All time Utah jazz player. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Survey Not, says. Certified. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Good job, Jace. We're throwing, you, we're throwing you lobs here. So the second one, we're going to ramp it up a little bit. We're going to stay on the topic of scoring. Okay, so who is the, the highest scorer in Utah Jazz history that is still playing in the NBA today? So has the most points ever in a Jazz jersey, but he's an active player. Oh, that is tough. Oh. Let me... Okay, let me pass on this one. Okay, let my okay. brain think on this one. Marinate in it a little, and then I'll come back to that. Okay, we're going to come back to that. I like it. All right, question number three. <laughs> Name three current international Utah Jazz players and the country that they are from. With the World Cup going on, we're thinking international, okay. so this is that's where that came into play. International. Okay, so I'll start off. Larry Markinen from Finland. Okay, there's one. Foreigners. Um, oh, Leandro Boltmaro from. Oh, he's from Argentina, I believe. Okay, that's two, Jace. And you got two of them. That was not then, the one we were expecting people to come up with the answer on. <laughs> well done. Let's see who's your third and lucky guy. And then the Canadian Kelly Olynyk. Boom, boom, boom. Wonderful. I love it, man. Wonderful. I don't know how I got the Bulmaro one, but I, for some reason, remember him playing in Argentina. That's a crazy one. So. There was a much easier one than that. But Which one did I miss that was easier? Um, I would have probably gone with Fontecchio because he's got more minutes oh, yeah, than Bulmaro. From Italy? From Italy, yep. yep. Also, if you're curious, Alexander Walker is Canadian as well. And okay. Azabuki reigns from Nigeria. Nigeria, so. yeah. So, yeah, okay. you, you did well. Good job. You want to come back to okay. this question? I, I Yes, I do. I got it. I can't go two for three or else I'm the... You're the worst. Yeah. yeah you completely I'm suck. the worst. I can't I mean, do that. Do we give this guy some options or are we forcing his hand to come up with it all on his own? Okay, so, yeah, I, I feel like... Why don't you... Jace, we'll do this for you. This is a, this is a one-time thing. Okay. Why don't you create yourself a multiple-choice... Options okay, so and we'll and we'll I tell you if we'll tell you if the guy is in there or not. Okay, I I think I'm gonna just go with the answer and lock it in as Joe Ingles is the leading scorer in a Jazz jersey. That's, that's currently still active. active, right? Yes. Final answer. I'm gonna lock it in. Okay, no phoning friends, Joe nothing. Joe Ingles. Survey says. Survey says Jace. We went two out of three today. Dang it. <laughs> Who was it? It was our, our great Donovan Mitchell Donovan who just left Mitchell. us. He is actually the leading current active jazz scorer of all time. But he so okay, see the reason he, I'm thinking that is because Ingles is above him on the three point list. I'm there you, you know go. longer time there. There you it go. It was a it was a shot in the dark. I'm honestly shocked. <laughs> That's okay though. Well, I'm sorry you have to hold the title for a week of, of the worst. So that's yeah. there you go. Until that's someone fine. else knocks you off that counter, you're there to stay. Wow. Hey. I, I'm actually shocked. I thought that that was – I thought Mitchell was too easy too. You said you were ramping him up and that one was hard, so 
I thought it was too easy to guess. <laughs> Mitchell, we're so. playing some mind games. Maybe, Interesting. Gordon Hayward was have, next. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have guessed. I should just went with my gut. So. Yeah. Always go with the gut. Well, hey, Jace, you're incredible. We really appreciate you coming on and spending the time with us. And guess what? You get to shout out the next contestant. Do you have anybody in mind you're thinking about that you want to call out? Yeah, so I'm going to call out my cousin, who's also, I know Kowser said that I was the season ticket holder. I split him with my cousin. I'm going to call him out. I'm not sure if he'll do it, but I'm going to call <laughs> him out. I'll give you his number and... Uh, if he says no, I have someone else in mind. You could shoot me a text, and I can get you his number. But what, what's your cousin's cousin name? First. Let's shame him his, right now if he says no. His name, his name is Carter Coleman. A crazy story. The last Jazz game I was at, which would have been Detroit um, last Wednesday, he was at. He was on the halftime show and actually won the halftime show. He was like getting all this crap. And stuff. No so way. What? See, he he's, should, he's, he should, he's set up perfectly for no it or blow it. He he has yeah, to come he, on. He, he has to. Now, I'm saying he does, he's going to blow it worse than me just because I have to, but uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to him. If you want to throw him a question, too, let us know, and we'll, we'll make it tough for him. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. That's perfect. <laughs> hey, Jace, so. we really appreciate you again. Thank you again for coming on the show, and tell Thank your friends. Thank you. Sorry to disappoint. No, I, no worries. Oh, I know I'm a failure of a jazz fan now. Sorry, jazz <laughs> shame, nation. shame. Just make I it know. up to I, us by being the loudest fan in the arena next time you go. Oh, don't worry. I will be. <laughs> hey, Jace, take care. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. See yep. you. Have a good one. Bye. I love hearing stories. What a guy. People. I'm excited for this other guy to show up and tell us this halftime story. Yeah, me too. I mean, because you have your own, which I, is pretty interesting. Yeah, but we don't have to go there right now. Uh, we might have to compare <laughs> No, <laughs> the greatest halftime personal experiences ever between you two. I'm going to pass on that. Well, I'm not, and I can share the story <laughs> because I was there. So, <laughs> Oh, man. Upcoming games. Let's get it. Um, we finally have a home stretch worth noting. So yes. we're going to find out if this schedule has been killer enough to, to result in our, our demise. Which, the last by the way, that weeks. was my vote, was the schedule. Okay, so we're going to find out how wrong Tyson was or, oh, how, right, or how right he was. We oh, have eight geez. of the nine next games are at home, and we have six in a row coming up. Wow. And we're pretty good at home thus far in the season. So let's see, again, if that stat is actually a true vision of who we are as a team what do you got i mean the next four games before we're back on the podcast we got the bulls clippers pacers portland all at home how do you feel about those matchups they're all right around that 500 spot bulls may be a little under but jazz believe it or not have one of the best records against 500 teams or above so we play really good against good teams which is interesting so so i'm excited to play the clippers again the series is 1-1 right we've each won at home i believe Sounds right. And so they get to come to our place, and we'll see how the series ends up. Um, we have Chicago before that. Um, and then we have the Indiana Pacers, who are surprising a lot of people this year. Right, right. And then Damian Lillard in Portland is coming for a revenge because we did beat them in Portland Yeah, one a few no. days, a few games ago. Yeah, and Portland's also kind of been, you know, it's interesting. Everybody, anybody in the West really could say that they're surprising everybody with their performance this year. It's, it's interesting. Uh, no, no, there is no dynasty here thus far in the season. I mean, the, the Golden State Warriors, obviously, but again, they had a rough go at the beginning, and we're, I think they're going to settle out and just really show their true colors as the season gets on. But I love playing the, the Warriors, by the way. I can't wait till we play them again. They're a fun team. Which of these four games is, is your game to watch? You get to watch one game this week. Which game are you watching? 
Which one's the go-to? Well, if I could, if I won tickets front row and I got to pick one of these games to go to, it's either going to be the Clippers or the Portland Blazers, and I think it's going to come down to Clippers. Yeah, regardless of Paul George playing or not? I would like Paul George to play. I would too. But ever since Joe Ingles left, it's just not as fun to play against Paul George. <laughs> Let's be honest. Touche. Touche. Um, which was your pick? What's your pick? Which I think I'd go with the Clippers. Yeah. Um, Zubak, I don't know if you heard about him. He kind of hurt us again, uh, when we played him earlier. Last night, he goes for 31 points and 29 rebounds. Something that hasn't done been done for a long time in the NBA. He's a bench, right? He's he's. I think he does start because of Paul George. No, he does start. Oh, he is a starter, but there's been games he he plays like half the game. So okay. I think it's a lot of matchup based. So, um, so my opinion on Zubak is he needs to settle down. Okay, <laughs> okay. It, it, uh, when he plays us, he needs to settle down. I don't want to see that type of energy. I don't want to see that type of performance. Just chill out. We got to play some mind games with that guy. I don't. I don't want to see his name on the highlight reel at all. Yeah, the Clippers game will be fun. It yeah. is one-one, so whoever wins this game is taking the series. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be fun. I think our home stretch is going to be a lot of fun for Utah Jazz fans. So if you guys are there, cheer loud. Make sure that everybody knows that the Vivint Arena is the hardest one to play in because we are the best fans, no doubt about it. I voted for it. So it's got to be true. So it's got to be true. I haven't seen the results, but I did vote. <laughs> Were there other voters? <laughs> no, I mean, I just typed it up at my desk. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so out of these eight out of the nine games are at home, what do you think we go as far as the eight home games? How many of these eight games do we win? Uh, I do expect to hear your answer to this as well, because it's not fair if you don't. Another survey that only I take. I'm going to say six out of nine we win. Okay. I'm gonna go. We are six and two at home right now. I'm gonna say we go another six and two at home. I love it. on these eight. We're gonna stay with the the metrics, the history, and go with that. All right, let's do it. I'd be happy. Hey, thank you everybody for listening. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. I am Jackson. This is Tyson, and we're happy to be here. Thank you again. Love you guys. Take care. Go Jazz. <laughs>